0: Having difficulty with your teen? Are you struggling with finding solutions to your everyday parenting problems? Being a solo mom can be tough. I know, with all things you juggle mostly for your children, you're left with very little time for yourself. It can be hard to see your way out from where you are currently. But what if I told you that you can change your life and the lives of your children? As a Christian solo mom of three adult sons, I know firsthand some of the challenges you faced. But I also discovered that when I shifted my mindset, I was able to transform my life in some amazing ways. Hi, I'm Jay Rosemary, your personal confidant and mentor. I invite you to connect with me and take the first step towards transforming your life. Together, we can work to find solutions to your ongoing challenges and create a life you desire for yourself and your children. And no, this is not about fixing. This is about us working together to achieve your goals. So if you're ready to take the next step to empower yourself to transform your life, click the link below and sign up for a free consultation call with me. I look forward to hearing from you and helping you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself.
1: Tired, weary, frustrated, What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Moms Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom, dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors... Join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head above the water,
0: So win this fight. Guest today is financial coach Patty Handy. Welcome, Patty. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I appreciate you having me. Yes, uh, my pleasure. So, welcome to Solomon's Talk. And before we get into what you do, could you tell us who is Patty Handy? Who is Patty Handy? Uh, first and foremost,
2: I'm a mom. Um, I am a single mom, divorced now a very long time. I won't count the years. Um, but uh, I uh, was a former financial advisor turned financial coach for. For women, um, focusing primarily on divorced, widowed, and single women. And my intention is to transform their finances and their life. Mm, Okay,
0: thank you. So, before we um, talk about uh, why you got into coaching divorcees or solo moms about finance. Tell us a little bit about your experience in becoming a solo mom.
2: So I, um, that's a a very long journey. So I, um, had no intention of being a solo mom. I, uh, was uh, happily married, and uh, we were trying to get pregnant for for five years. Actually, finally had my son through in vitro, and then when he was eighteen months old, my husband asked for a divorce. So um, it was somewhat of a blindsided situation. Um, that's kind of the high level version of the story. And um, at the time, I was working corporate banking, corporate finance, you know, prior to having my son, and I didn't want to leave him. In daycare, uh, cause he already lost his dad full time. I didn't want him to lose his mom full time at that young, tender age. So I, um, little by little, step by step, taking the journey and, um, found a career that allowed me to work at home with some flexibility. And that was in the mortgage industry and, uh, had some bumps and rocks and, you know, the, the, uh, ups and downs and the roller coaster we all experience and the mistakes that were made and everything else. But. Yeah. There's, there's lots to say in the, in the, those many years, my son is now 27. So it's been a lot of years, Yes.
0: Um,
2: but yeah, that, that could be a whole other episode. <laughs> okay.
0: I understand. Thank you. And thank you for sharing. I always want to get a little bit of personal stuff and especially when you are a solo mom, cause you, your life will resonate with someone. So yes. thank you. So having gone through divorce myself and a solo mom. What challenge or what did you see during your, either your divorce or someone else's that caused you to focus on this, the finances of mm. people, you know, women who get divorced?
2: Yeah. So, um, funny story. I actually was the one in my marriage who managed the money and did the investments. And I was always comfortable in that role. And um, shortly after my divorce, I remember laying in a fetal position just sobbing with sadness and grief and just trying to figure out what I was going to do with life. And I had this very random download and I call it a God wink um, that, uh, and the, the voice said, you're going to be fine because uh, you know how to manage your money. And it was very random. I wasn't thinking about the financial piece of it. I was just thinking about my son and just being a mom and just the sadness of loss and everything else. And I remember coming out of the fog, you know, much, much later, many, many months later thinking, I'm going to somehow turn this around and, and teach these women, you know, how to manage money and how to get comfortable with money. And, you know, kind of fast forward through my many years as a mortgage advisor, then a financial advisor. I heard very similar stories from women who were just, um, uh, you know, very fearful, very overwhelmed. Um, this wasn't their strong suit. And I knew I wanted to somehow, you know, change that. So I left my role as a financial advisor. Some people think I was crazy and, uh, you know, left that role to, to you know, to, to coach. And it was really because I had heard so many times from so many women. It was just one of these topics that they weren't comfortable with. And um, I wanted to be a bigger piece of that um, movement and that healing, and I couldn't do the amount of that as a financial advisor. So I made that pivot as a big leap of faith.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. And I want to ask one more question about that, simply because I went through a messy divorce uh, 20 years ago. I'm still feeling the financial ramifications of that now. Mm. So I I like to kind of dig into this a little bit. What's sure. the biggest challenge you think Divorce moms face, solo moms face, especially during the divorce, that hinders them from yeah. making wiser decisions in, in that moment, you know, during the negotiations or whatnot. W- what can you talk about on that?
2: Yeah, well, during the negotiations, if you're actually in the middle of a divorce and still negotiating with the attorneys and whatnot, it's a very highly, highly, obviously emotional place. And mm-hmm. it's really hard to make a good decision from a very highly emotional place. Um, so my recommendation is to, you know, step back, take a breath, make sure that what you're being offered, make sure that everything that is, you know, being suggested that you end up with is fair. Um, I have unfortunately seen many, you know, situations where the wife did not get what she deserved and it was very unfortunate. Um, and so if you can, you know, step back, have a trusted friend, partner, advisor, work with you and examine um, the situation. Um, I I would also suggest speaking to a CDFA, which is a Certified Divorce Financial Analyst. And they are an independent, like they're a financial advisor, but they have that specialty in that designation with divorce. And they'll look at the situation. They'll look at what you're being offered and determine whether that makes sense for you and if that's fair. Um, And then once the divorce is over, if you're kind of post-divorce and you now have your assets, um, take your time. Don't feel like you have to rush into doing something and invest in something because you've got to do something. Um, because again, you're in an emotional place. You're very raw. You're very vulnerable. Um, and unfortunately, you know, there's people out there who sell products and different services that may or may not make sense for you. All so right. until you can truly, truly understand the product that you're being you know, sold or the service you're being sold, um, don't dive into something unless you absolutely know 100% what it all means. Um, there's a lot of products out there that are very confusing. There's a lot of moving parts. Um, and, and so unless you know all the nuances it. and I have always said, you know, if you can turn around and teach it to a fourth grader, then, then that's good. That means you understand it. But if you can't, then you probably shouldn't invest in that at that moment in time. And that doesn't mean that it's a bad product or a bad investment. It just means that you don't understand it completely enough to invest in it. So until that time happens, just, you know, sit back and and wait um, give yourself some grace, allow yourself time to learn about the finances. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, even as much as I knew about money and finances and investing, I made some mistakes. I mean, it was just, you come from a place of desperation. You come from a place of wanting to catch up financially and you make these decisions and, um, you know, you just live and learn, you don't, you don't beat yeah. yourself up over it. You just go, okay, well, that was a bad thing to do and I <laughs> move
0: on. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. So, mm, women and money. (laughs) Uh, Give a solo mom, uh, one or two tips to start where they are for not with, you know, with the money thing. Expand on what a solo mom could do in their current situation. Okay,
2: sure. I used a, uh, an analogy recently. I did a, 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 a social post and it was, uh, it's tied to your question. So I'll, I'll share it here. Um, if I were to blindfold you and drop you in the middle of the country and took away your phone and took away your maps and no GPS and then took the blindfold off and I said, okay, now get home. The first question out of your mouth should be, well, where am I? Right? You have no idea how to get home until you know where you're at. <laughs> right. And then you can have a, a plan to, you know, to the, the directions to get home. So it's very similar in this situation. It's like, okay, so these, these, these solo moms who are now, you know, at this place and they're not sure what to do next, take a very good inventory of where you are today. So by that, I mean, um, document every asset, every liability that you have. So that's going to determine what your net worth is. And so you list, list your home. If you have a home, you know, list all your retirement accounts, your investments, anything that you have in terms of assets. Um, I would leave a car out, although it's an asset, you're not going to sell that because you need that to get around. Um, and, then, and then your liabilities. So any debts that you have against the home or credit card debts or anything else you have going on, that is all... Uh, part of your liability. And the difference between the two is your net worth. And then I would take a really good look at what you have coming in and going out in terms of cash flow. So, all the money you have coming in, whether it's from uh, employment, social security, a pension, rental income, whatever it might be, and then look at what you have going out. So, you've got to really have uh, a good understanding of what your monthly net is at, you know, just living your house, paying for your house, paying for your rent, paying for. You know, utilities and food and all the stuff that goes along with it so what is the monthly nut to run your lifestyle and look at you know what that looks like is that are you upside down are you is there a negative to that number is there a positive to that number are you positive cash flowing um, so once you have that understanding of okay I've got this coming in this going out um, then I can I I have a a, a picture of where I am today. And then you can look at where you want to go by when and then make a plan of attack to get there. So whether that's paying off credit card debt, whether that's adding to investing, whether that's, you know, creating a side hustle to bring in more money. Um, I mean, every situation is going to be different, but that's kind of the, the foundation that I recommend people do to just really get a good picture as to where they are today.
0: Okay. All right. I appreciate that. And, um, tell us what you do specifically, um, for your clients and how we can get in touch with you.
2: Sure. Well, there's a couple ways to work with me. Um, I do one-on-one private coaching, which is a great way to get started with your personal situation. Um, and we go deep into your needs. It's a combination of financial um, education, financial coaching, and also life coaching. I'm a certified executive coach and certified life coach as well. Um, and although I'm just going to sidestep this for one moment, although the, you know some of these credentials that I'm sharing is is nice, that experience. But honestly, just living life as a solo mom for so many years for almost what, 25, 26 years, I guess now I'd lost count. Um, it, it, you know, that experience just going through life on my own and the lessons I've learned, um, and the painful mistakes that I've made along the way, um, those—that's what's taught me the most, honestly. And it's a combination of resilience, and it's you know just a deeper faith, and just there's many nuances to that. So um, the one-on-one coaching is a is, is one way to work with me. I have an online program. It's called Minding Her Money. Um, and all that is at my website, pattyhandy.com. So it's Patty with an I, P-A-T-T-I-H-A-N-D-Y. And uh, you can see the various ways to work with me. There's a free download. There's a free roadmap that I would recommend you download. And that's kind of the roadmap that I would suggest that once you have that, we talked about where you are now, mm-hmm. download that roadmap. And those are the steps that you should be focused on in terms of getting to where you want to be. Um, and then if you want to, uh, there's a short training there as well. But once you do that, um, and there's an opportunity, if you want to book a call with me, I do offer a complimentary 30 minute discovery call where I can learn more about you
0: and, and see how I can serve. Okay. Pretty cool. Thank you. So I'm going to bother you now. (laughs) Okay. So tell us the biggest financial mistake, uh, you made as a divorcee, solo mom, and I I guess it's a little might be a little difference because you you're you were in the industry but tell us anyway if you can share it with us and what you did what our moment um gave you wisdom to move forward move on from that mistake so
2: the biggest mistake i would probably say is making investment decisions in an emotional um, place and, and in a place of fear um, if you are in a, coming from a place of fear, um, you're not going to make the best decisions. Mm-hmm. So the investment decisions that I made in that place turned out to be, you know, not the best, you know, in, in my best interest. And, um, I didn't completely understand some of the nuances of what I was getting into. And that was a, Cardinal sin. I mean, that's why I teach that right now. It's like, don't do something unless you know 100% of what you're doing. Um, and some of the things I did, it was just unfortunate timing. You know, I purchased a second home in 06 when the market was at its high, and then it completely crashed in 08, 09. And that wasn't any, you know, that was just a unfortunate situation with the market. But mm-hmm. um, I think the, the thing that I learned from from all those mistakes is that I was doing my best with what I had at the time. And I don't fault myself. I, I got off the train of judgment and, uh, I just decided that, you know, it was better to give myself grace and know that my, you know, most valuable life lessons are on the other side of painful experiences. And we have to just remember that we are always going through, you know, different cycles of life and different seasons of life. And, um, you know, if, if money and investing is in your strong suit, or you've done some things in the past that, you know, were mistakes, um, you know, it's okay. You know, we weren't taught that generally speaking, we don't learn it in school and oftentimes not at home. So there's, you know, no reason to beat yourself up over it. Um, just pick yourself up and, and, and move forward. Um, so that's what I did. Um, it was painful, uncomfortable, costly, you know, I lost a lot of money, um, mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it, it sucked. <laughs> At the end of the day, it really did. But yeah. uh, you, know, you just
0: got to move on. You just got to yes. move on. Sure. Thank you. Uh, can you explain to me what what it means? Because I hear it a lot. I, I've had a, had a guest here with it. And I, I kind of understand it. But I, I want to hear it from a professional. What does it mean to have a money mindset? Oh, great
2: question. That's my favorite topic. Um, in fact, one of the modules in my program is about money mindset. So it's really about how you view money and your relationship with money. And if you come from a place of lack and scarcity and fear, or do you come from a place of abundance and possibilities and opportunities? Um, I have certainly shifted over my years as I've learned more about this because mm-hmm. I was in a place of lack and scarcity and and without getting into the weeds cuz this can be a 3 hour conversation um, the you know we from birth to eight years old we were a sponge we absorbed everything that we heard mm-hmm. so if we heard our parents speak our grandparents our teachers our coaches whoever it was we heard what they said and if they were speaking from a place of fear or lack or scarcity if you heard Hey, we don't have that kind of money. What do you think? We're rich or money doesn't grow on trees mm-hmm. or we can't afford that. You know, that's all coming from a place of scarcity, right? So that's in your subconscious mind now programming. That's your tape recorder that's, that's programmed into your subconscious mind. So what happens is our, our belief system. Is originated from those limiting beliefs that we learned very young, and we then have these thoughts surrounded around those beliefs, which then create actions in our life, which creates the results. So 95% of our reality today, our external reality today, is based on um, our subconscious mind, which we don't even know is happening. It's that, again, that subconscious programming, that tape recorder that's playing, Um, so that mindset is, I mean, there's an internal thermostat. We have a, we have a place in our, in our life that's, you know, we're comfortable with, that's familiar. Um, and that's why you hear a lot of, a lot of winners, you know, they come into millions and it's outside their, their set point. And so they find subconsciously, they don't consciously go, Oh, I'm not comfortable with this much money. I'm going to, I'm going to blow it. They don't do that. But subconsciously they self-sabotage and they somehow end up back where they were in a very short period of time, I think it's like 75% of lottery winners are back to where they were, you know, after a year or two. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, again, that conversation is so important and so instrumental because at the end of the day, I can teach you how to manage your money. I can teach you the mechanics of money. I can teach you the mechanics of what a mutual fund is and what, you know, what is a Roth versus an IRA and all those things are just mechanics of money. But if you don't have this money mindset down, and you don't have this awareness and the um, the tools to sort of relearn and change that, you're going to still continue to hit your head against the wall. Yeah. So that's a very, very important conversation.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Thank you. Thank you, Patty Handy, for coming and speaking to us today. I really appreciate you. Can you give a solo mom one piece of advice, um, any advice?
2: Any advice? I would say, um, make sure that at the top of your list is, is you, um, taking care of you, Mm. self care. Um, we, we can't give to others that we don't have ourselves. So if we are, you know, stretched and spent and exhausted and frustrated, Um, We can't give to our loved ones, you know, what we want to give. And so take the time, find the time, make the time for yourself, whether it's 15 minutes of a walk, you know, 10 minute meditation, prayer, talking to a friend, finding a fun activity that you enjoy. Um, It might require you to get up an hour earlier. You set your alarm for an hour earlier and you just, that quiet time in the morning is just yours. And you know, exercise, that's that's super important for me um, and for everybody. Uh, just, you know, eating well, just, again, taking care of yourself. And this is going to sound very random, but um, go get a physical. <laughs> go,
1: mm.
2: you know, go to the doctor and, and just clear your mind that you are healthy. Get all your tests, get all your annual tests done, all that stuff, so that you know that you are healthy and that you are strong. And now you just need to take care of yourself to rebuild yourself back up. Um, and that all sort of parlays into your, not just your physical health, but your mental, emotional health. And then it parlays into your financial health.
0: It all kind of ripples out. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Of course. Anything else? Uh,
2: no, I would just, um, you know, invite people to make sure that you, you know, if you are seeking advice, um, probably stay offline because there's so much noise online and Mm. just find someone that you trust whether it's a financial advisor that you know, or a, a friend that you know, that you trust, that you like. Um, there's so many great books out there that you can learn if you want to learn about, you know, finance and investing. Um, there's a lot of great books if you want to learn about money mindset, if you want to learn, you know, the subconscious and and, and, and that topic. Um, I'm happy to, you know, chat with anybody here. And, and, uh, you know, again, feel free to visit my website, download that roadmap and, um, any questions I can I can answer? I'm happy to and um, follow me on social. I'm always posting different things on on social media.
0: Okay, thank you, Patty. I appreciate you.
2: Thank you so much. It was a uh, wonderful being here. Mm, my pleasure.
0: Solo and was designed to curate the stories of solo moms globally. As a facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a
1: peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved, and get the advice you need. So if this sounds like you, why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence.